When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the bonus episode for December 2019 of the There Will Be Dungeons D&D show. That's right. We do these once a month. And if you're hearing this into January, well, that means you're not a patron yet. So head on over there and become a premium member at therewillbedungeons.com and you'll get this stuff a week early. For everyone who is getting it a work early, a work week early, thanks for all your support. We're going to dive right in. How we usually do this is uh, we have questions. You guys send them in. And we always need uh, questions. Even if you're not uh, uh, supporting us on the thing, please send us your questions. We'd love to answer them. And you can uh, put those in over at the, the website, therewillbedungeons.com. You can find us on Twitter at therewillbedungeons uh, and lots of other ways. So please submit your questions so that we always have plenty to cover on this, our bonus show. Okay, I think that's it. Uh, let's get right to it. Kristen, you have the questions. Ask away. All right, first question. I think this is like a Bo Nash and Varel one. You can all answer together. Are Nash and Varel in steel heaven? Oh. Steel heaven? I don't know what they mean. Well, the steel god has a steel heaven. Oh. The principles. Chromianity religion. Got it. I think that's not a question I'll answer. I don't think so. I mean, I thought we were originally there when we first ended up in the sewers. I thought there was going to be like a, and you're in the basement of principle setting. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like now we're not. There's too many other factors going on, unless. Unless Bo won't tell us that Sigil is basically a, you know, he's decided to, to co-op it into a into still heaven, but it feels like purgatory to me, if anything. So I don't know. I don't know That's the answer to that. Characters will have to answer in game. I think. Yeah. So Ooh. I can't really answer that. I like the idea. Well, sometime for the future, then. Yeah, and the idea of so so Bo. Let me ask. So here's a follow up, Bo. Uh, Bo Schwartz. I have mm-hmm. a follow up question. My hands up. Uh, uh, yes, okay. yes, uh, Scott, there in the back row. In the back row, thank you. Uh, so I was wondering, do you have fleshed out ideas of some other parts of these afterlife concepts? So in other words, if, if um, oh, I don't know, we had to come face to face with the uh, one of the deities that one of us is into. Do you have that all figured out and how it would fit into your wastelandy sort of thing? Would you follow just some guidelines set forth by D and D itself. Do you, would you, would you sort of play it by ear until you got there and had to deal with such a thing? Like as DM, how do you, how do you see that stuff? The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Okay. That's the answer. So you, you have <laughs> some ideas. Is, yes. You have some ideas of what you would do. Is what, uh, yeah, is the more answer. than just fleshed out ideas. There's, there's a, you're in a big place right now. You guys have just sort of dialed in on the current M fighting championship and just focusing on what to your mortal brains sort of makes sense at this time. But, but yeah, you're, you're, the world that you're in uh, has all of this. All right. Cool. Well, speaking of the the big time smackum M Sports scene, would you say it's pretty stable? We have some fans out in the audience, and you know they don't want to be heartbroken. Is the scene stable? Yes. I mean, there's not, Is it not going to be can- canceled anytime soon? How long are we expecting this to go on? No, it, it's it's a premier. Uh, it's one of the premier uh, M M Sports. The M Sports leagues is one of the premier sporting leagues in Sigil. Um, there's also lots of physical contests, but not everyone is as physically able. And um, as we saw today with the Lady of Pain, open violence in populated areas does not come without consequence. So while there's no police force, there's a mysterious being that may elect to uh, punish or, or take action as she sees fit. So M fighting is supposed to be a safe way to express, you know, battle sports without actual violence. Unfortunately, uh, uh, Ventro didn't appreciate this lesson as a part of M fighting. Those who've heard the episode previous to this bonus show will realize how quickly Bo remembered Ventro as the name um, versus the show where we couldn't, none of us could say it right for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a little side note. It's a fun little. I connection. almost said Votrum. <laughs> Ask your doctor if Votrum is right for you. Oh, I love it. If Nash is regrowing his body, will the defects be fixed? Meaning, will he lose his tiny arm and gain a member? And I just want to say, everyone is really into if you're going to get your member back. Yeah, a little too into (laughs) it. I don't know how many questions. Uh, If so, is this decided by choice or dice roll? I think the sores are caused by his dragon heart, so I assume they will return. What do you say, Bo? Because I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. You haven't asked me that yet in the game. Well, all right. So there were some hints tonight that the bird and the trash monkey both know how uh, I, what my problem is with casting or not getting my magic out in the way it's supposed to. Um, and and John's character tried to explain it in the way that those birds do things, and I didn't understand any of it. Um. And it was so, it, so clear, Scott. Yeah, it was so, so, so easy and so clear. Yeah. So because they're both kind of communicationally challenged, although I haven't really questioned the little one, and I may try that next week or something, but, I mean, is that going to be my only source of information about that sort of thing? or or? Uh, Sigil is full of people that you can ask questions. You know, there's an information center. Uh, there is a market. You, there might be a magical shop. Maybe you could find somebody to talk to about that if they prove not to be helpful okay the answers are out there you just have to ask them well all right and then the this does what i would say without knowing the the answer to the question that the, that the person wrote in with and and bo won't give until you know we figure it out in the game my guess is i get myself back in the way it was before not better not worse just maybe worse but not there's no there's not going to be here is nash in his perfect form it's going to be nash in his less than perfect form and if i went in without the ween i come out without the ween like there's no i don't think there's any magic or any miracles going to happen there is my guess 
If yeah, I, if and I, I, I don't want to uh, ambush your character. Your character can be whatever you pick it to be. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to undermine that just as part of the player contract. You know, if I just make you something you don't want to be, right? Uh, unless that's an effect of a spell of some kind, right? Like there are, for example, if there was a druid in the party and you died and they decided to reincarnate you, you'd have to come back as a different race. Okay, that's just the rules about reincarnation, right? But what we're dealing with here is more. You did make your saving throw. Uh, it, when you got burned up in the light, uh, you were disintegrated and you're just basically regenerating, uh, you're, you're self healing in a way. So likely you will come back the way that you went in, yeah. uh, just, it's going to take some time to heal. Okay. And I get my, it's, well, I, I'm, and, and I, as far as what I want, I want my baby arm back. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know the, the important thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got my priorities. Just, you're, you'll you'll be back to your full normal self as long as you continue resting peacefully. Okay. All right. And eating good food. That's good yeah. to know. You'll even, you'll even get your stomach back. Oh, you were wow. really concerned about that two weeks ago. Where does my food go? <laughs> How do I poo? Yeah, I still yeah. don't know. I don't know what my digestive system is. But when you get your when you get your poo hole back, you'll take a really good shit. I'm sure. Okay. I'm excited. Yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> And John, if you don't want to answer, it's fine. But does nothing actually have a voice of their own, but merely choose not to use it? My brain won't get off the idea. Always loved Kenku. Uh, yeah, she absolutely does have a voice of her own, but it's not choose not to. She can't use it. Um, there's a, a curse on that race that prevents them from being able to think uh, creatively or execute creatively. Um, so she can only parrot back what, she's heard but internally she still processes things like you and i would you know she still knows what she wants to convey um, and has to pick from what is in her memory that will allow her to best do that be they sound effects hand gestures uh, other phrases she's heard um but internally you know the way we think about things i think she absolutely does have a voice so it's a curse it's a curse and there's no on the Kenku. When you say it's a curse, it, do we know? I mean, I don't know the history of that race at all. So who cursed them? Who placed the curse on them? Uh, I don't remember. It's an ancient curse. Okay, so it's some old curse. And do yeah. DMs have the option to clear the curse, or probably not? Like that probably. Is a uh, hard I mean, role. DMs can kind of do whatever they want. Bo could remove it if he wanted to. I would think, but it does fly somewhat mm, in I the pass, face of. I passed Nash a piece of paper. Or yeah, I passed Scott a piece of paper. You did. It's full. It's folded closed. Oh, yeah. it, wait, virtual one or what? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, we're <laughs> roping here. Oh. I didn't really give you a piece of paper, but oh. I passed you a piece of paper. Oh, it's folded closed. Okay, well, I'll, I'll open it later and then pass you another one. Oh, you'll in open class. it later. Okay. Yeah, we can go together later. <laughs> not gonna open it right now. This imaginary paper. <laughs> yeah, this paper that you've given me, I will not open right now. Uh, anyway, it's the it's the DM's discretion. He can choose to do what he wants. Uh, but I mean, traditionally, the one of the main characteristics of this race is that they can't speak. Hmm. Huh. Well, you're doing a great job. They're really good at annoying people. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, John's <laughs> killing it with the character. He's really playing him exactly right. And Nash wants to cook that bird and eat it 
He's so annoyed Man, with it. You're so harsh on the bird. The bird just told you what you needed to do to get your magic back, and you just don't want to listen. I'm gonna next week. I'm gonna <laughs> dig deeper into that bird's knowledge. You watch, everybody. I'm gonna find out. Or the players. We'll find out one one thing at a time. Sorry, I was trying to transition there. Totally dropped it. <laughs> Lots of practice, you know. One one show at a time. That's right. Uh, <laughs> For the players, if Pharrell manages to revive you both, do you think the team would go back to fighting the principal, or do you think it may turn into more joining the principal and finding a way out of the Katobal Priest deal? I'll let you go first, Kristen, because you mostly just get to ask questions, so here's one for you. Yeah. I I don't have an answer, because there's no telling where the story is going to be at that point. Because if we revive and go back, will it be right when we left? Will it be millennia into the future, or to the past? I mean, there's there's so much that could happen. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I'm going to have to see what happens. I don't even know where Stanley's head is going to be at if he comes back to life. Mm. You know, he that's that's a big thing that happened. And that's enough to mess with anybody and how he's going to have to deal with that and rationalize that, especially if he comes back in this new place. But for all I know, he, if he gets resurrected, he pops back in the, in the stupid pit, <laughs> right where he, right where he was when he died. I don't know. Uh, so it really is going to depend on the situation. Yeah. And then what happens to the souls too? Where have the souls been? Have they been suffering anything or? Yeah, I actually asked Bo that. I don't know if we have Bo. Does anybody else see? Okay, ha- yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's there. He's put. He's got Christmas crap going. What is that? It's, it's, Kyle is uh, giving the baby some shakes, and I think it's it's disrupting her call. <laughs> <laughs> I am not shaking the baby. That is a different thing. Yeah, <laughs> not shaking. He's ro- rocking the baby. We are, we are partying. Rocking yeah. your baby. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Nothing bad. It's good, but. It's funny to to see. I think it's disrupting the calls. There's too much bandwidth with all the all the chunks going. data going through the all yeah. the um, data, the baby data. Okay. <laughs> well, you know, there's less encoding when an image stays still. There's less encoding because there's less movement, right? But uh, that's true. Yeah, movement, I guess so. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, yeah. oh, there's actually a logic behind it. I yeah. Liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's why you get artifacting in low quality streams and video uh, when there's a lot of movement. Anyways, huh. that's a different topic, but yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, I can't really answer that, except to say, if you're a petitioner for a weir lord, you're probably um, experiencing some kind of crappy void uh, right now, where there's just complete nothingness. Mm. I'm definitely mm. exper- experiencing nothingness. Yeah. You're nothing. I am nothing. Yeah, his name throws me too. That's the other thing, because Bo Bo can't use the word nothing in other contexts without me thinking he's talking about the bird. Or sometimes I'll use the word nothing in the right context, and it sounds like he's saying nothing as in the lack of something, not the name of the bird. And uh, I'm still not used to it, but that's part of the fun. That's part of the fun. <laughs> Since we don't really know what the principal did with Diantalus's soul after it was removed from Stanley, is it possible he could be in Sigil as well? Oh shit! Anything is possible if you believe hard enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they did say they were going to launch it into space. I think. Right. 
Wasn't I mean, that the original plan? I don't remember exactly what the principal said. That was said, just Varel's plan to get rid of Oh, Diane. that was Varel's plan. He wanted to launch into space. I knew somebody wanted to send Diantalus uh, to Diane space. Talos, or the principal took Diantalus away for study. Okay. Didn't he have a final solution, though? It clearly wasn't space. That was Varel's plan. Yeah, I'm a little foggy on that. I have to go dig up my notes or even possibly listen back to that. But the original plan was to imprison him within a crystal and to study Diantalus and possibly learn uh, ancient wisdoms, whatever learnings that can be taken and absorbed into the principal's knowledge to fight the weir. Mm. It was the stated purpose. He gave him Twitter access. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. <clears throat> For the record, that's me uh, posting as Diantalus, if anyone... That's what you get when you have... Oh, that is you? I didn't know that was you. I had no idea it was you. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, yeah. I had just have a, a side account. I wasn't using it for anything, so I'm like, I changed it to Dianetalis, and I sent creepy messages to John. And <laughs> I think I think John didn't know it was me, and didn't think it was me, and just thought it was someone weird doing it. So I told him. Well, there was so somebody. There was somebody doing a Nash account like that, and I still don't know who that was. And I also noticed they haven't. Yeah, that wasn't forever. me. I'm the that wasn't you. Account. Okay. All right. Yeah. I wondered if that was you. It was clearly and, not yeah. Maybe there's a little secret there. Like uh, Diane Tellis was whispering messages, like a little ARPG going on. Could yeah. be with Diane oh. Tellis whispering messages to Stanley. Mm-hmm. Well, no one's picking up that signal, right? ASMR maybe RPG. May <laughs> <laughs> no, not an ASMR RPG. Uh, but maybe their connection is not as severed as we think it is. Ooh. The principal doesn't know. That the connection is that severed as it is. Ooh. All right, Varel, do you have a plan or any thought about what you might do if you can't revive Stanley and Hope? Oh, man. Burn down the city? Like, that's the problem. It's like, it all goes to hell if it doesn't work out, right? Yeah. And it'd be fun, but today we met the, the Lady of Pain, and that was rather intense, and there's a god that oversees all this, so... He's got some stuff to consider. There's deals, but like now there's sort of a benefactor or an, an insurer. So I don't really know who's evil and who's not. Yeah. I was thinking about that today. There are people's roles or, or, or yes, it's less clear. And so it's not as simple as just burn it all down. Even if you wanted to, you just get sucked through a tiny hole. Yeah. <laughs> Once this uh, M fighting arc is sort of done with, uh, it'll be interesting to see maybe if you if nothing asks for your help with this little assignment that Pelvis gave him. Oh, yeah, because we hadn't heard the. I mean, we heard the name clearly, but it's not a name of a person. I don't think any of us have come across yet. Mm-mm. I don't think so. You know, there'll be there'll be um. Uh, a way to explore the the secrets of Sigil and the Outer Plains, I think. If if nothing asks for your help, I don't know. I don't know what she'll do. Whatever we do, I hope that we combine the Road Warrior with like space crystal airships. Yeah. So everyone else has these pristine Sigil ships, and we're all you know done up in our tires and spikes <laughs> and chains. Yeah, I love that mix those worlds up mm-hmm. 
Since Nash's magic item is his heart, could he still turn into a dragon form with his current form? Oh, shit. Maybe. Would it be a tiny dragon? Um, I don't know. Bo would have to say. Just a little dragon heart that floats around going, I am the last one. <laughs> and there's a claw sticking out one, tail coming out the other. Uh, I mean, Nash has yet to try it. It took him three episodes to cast a spell, so... Well, you know, I mean, the result of that. I so um, the, what I had feared was true. I the reason I didn't cast anything up till now, partly is because we haven't had much to cast for, but um, was because I just figured in this form I was going to not have everything I needed. And so when I finally did it today and burned a slot doing it, it was worse than I thought. Not only can I not do it, but it burns a slot. So well, yeah, I'll say this: you functionally have access to everything you did before. Nothing's changed. Your spells didn't work because of a reason outside of you. They otherwise would work fine. Someone's blocking them. Someone's blocking yeah. them or something. Yeah, you just need to figure out what what's going on with that. But without that, it wasn't. It isn't um, a nerf on your character or a change to the way your character works. It worked fine. It was just negated. And I, if I went back and listened to the show, I would probably hear the freaking parrot tell me again whatever that jimbo jambo was. And there, there's probably a hint, and they would all go, "Oh, okay." Yeah, so because nothing and squirts have lived in Sigil maybe all their lives. I don't I'm not 100% sure the details of their backstory. They probably they know the answer like easy. And you know that squirts is casting magic no problem. So All right, I'm talking to squirts th- next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle sure. of the ninja it, fight. How are you doing this? I need to know. <laughs> this would be a great time to tell me. This is bad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a, it's not gonna be an epic quest that takes a ton of time or anything like that. It's a fairly it's an answer that's unique to Sigil that you just don't know because you're a clueless uh Burke. Right. <laughs> He's a Burke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very definite. <laughs> You're new. You're new. I mean, it's not your fault. The new, new people to Sigil all go through the same hazing process. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. I actually am enjoying it a lot. Yeah. Now, that was one thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we have. I didn't look ahead, so I don't know if anyone's asking. But I think one of the fears that some players had, or listeners rather, had when we uh, lost Stanley and Hope was, oh, you know, what are you going to do? It's just going to be this strange lizard man and his floating heart pal you know, gallivant themselves through Sigil or whatever. And, and I, I have to admit, I had the same kind of like fears. Like, I don't know how, how this is going to go. This is going to be so tonally different than what we've done up to this point, mm-hmm. given the change in team makeup that I knew it was, I just knew it was a challenge just from that level forward. And so now that we're there though, um, it all feels fine. Everything feels good. Like I don't feel that weird trepidation at all. And I wonder if listeners, you know, if they if they feel that way or if they're if they're still sort of reeling from what happened. Um, I got a private message from uh, somebody who's watching us on Twitch and says, I'm not caught up, but can you tell me if Stanley and Hope are dead? And I said, I'm not going to tell you that you got to I go, I'm not going to spoil that for you. Are you going to keep listening? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't I'm not going to tell you that. So, you know, people are obviously very invested in these characters. And I was really, you know, I was kind of worried about that. Like any. You know, I've talked to Liam a bunch about when his character died in their first season um, because he was the first to go down. Oh. And um, he, you know, we've had lots of back and forth about it. Nothing I could say super specific here, but, you know, it's the same. It's a scary proposition. And when two of you are gone and one of us is reduced to a freaking potato with an eyeball in it and one of (laughs) us is 
you know, confused and, 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 and is still all the things Varel is, but in a strange new place. Like, that's a scary idea, but it's all working out. I really like where it's going. It's fun. Right, and it's amazing how much the dynamic has shifted, too, with the group, because now we have really Varel kind of taking the lead, whereas before he had the lead, but not so much. And then Nash, you're having to do a lot of the figuring out, but of course, with the attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you really Stanley here to set everyone right. Stanley was like logic logic man like oh my god you guys are all idiots all right like is it possible to be any stupider <laughs> yeah we don't have that voice anymore yeah. yeah we don't have no. that instead we have somebody over there going ka freaking i'm i'm gonna repeat what you said ka and it's and it's awesome because what is what it's doing and forcing everybody into roles wise i really like it like that like i'm saying like all of that stuff i was nervous and then i don't know it's just it's all it's all playing out the game, the game allows for that, obviously, because it's D and D. But I think we're, I think we're doing what we're supposed to be doing within our construct, and I like it a lot. Yeah, and as long as we're all having fun, right? Yeah, that's the key. question for Bo. Uh, would you be willing to make the rules available for some of the games you've invented for use at home in our own D and D games? <laughs> uh, yeah, I have plans for the M fighting thing because this is a mini game you can also include in your campaigns. It's pretty easy to play. I think it would be easier in person with a mid of cards. And then you put the move you want to play as a card sort of face down, and then you both reveal them at the same oh. time. Um, so I'm, I mean, the rules are done. I'm just working on other heroes. And what we might do, I haven't decided yet, but we might try to make like a product available for it or something like that. Yeah, stay tuned. that'd yeah. be cool. Um, and instead of the marionettes, we might, you know, instead of the characters I have, we might include instead of Kung, it'll be actually Voral and you know TWBD characters. I'm kicking around the idea now, but we're yeah. Well, I know of a couple of good writers in the team. I know a guy who can draw stuff. I know someone who knows yeah. a lot about making rules work. So yeah, I we mean, can it would do... just be a mid of cards and a little character sheet for each marionette with the abilities on them, and yeah, and then set some dice, and you've got a mini game for your D and D campaign that you can also inflict on your players. That's pretty cool. <laughs> I like it. And then uh, writing off of that, Bo, you DM for There Will Be Dungeons and play the inverse games, but do you have any other semi-regular non-podcast games as a player, or is it strictly DM City? Uh, strictly DM City. Nobody IRL, I know. So the, that's why I love John, because John wants to actually let me play and, and do it. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I, have, I have no one. <laughs> Bless oh. John. Oh, man, Bo, when we go back to Inverse, I had such a cool idea uh, from when I thought it might just be you and me. I'm really looking forward to the next session of that. Sweet. I'm, me too. But yes, good. no, that's the that what you've heard me playing Baffo is the sum total of all my time as a player in my entire life. Oh, really? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. I've never played as a player. If I want to play as a player, D&D &D just doesn't happen. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, I'd like to DM and then it just never happens. Oh, that's Never interesting. Happens. Yeah, people find it daunting to DM, and you know, even yeah, it, it takes a bit of education and time. Even though it's it's more than you think, it can be done very easily. But I just still think it's a it's a big ask for a lot of people. They get um, intimidated by it, and it's hard to get over that hump. And as as encouraging as people can be about it, you sort of have to take that initiative to do it too. So sure. that being said, uh, I almost got my family to play D anD D on Christmas. I bought <gasps> the essentials kit. Yeah. The impulse buys at the bookstore and it was there and I'm like, oh, I'm buying this. And um, it's actually really good. Uh, even for, if you want a first time DM, it 
puts everything into a real concise package that I haven't seen in any of the starter kits before. It's really impressed with the approach they took uh, with it. So I recommend it if you do want a first-time DM, just as a little plug. Hmm. I'll bet everybody's got a little juice in them where they would want to do that, but it is daunting. Like, I hear about it, and I think, ooh, that'd be fun one day. And then I think, I don't think I would be very good at this. And then you start questioning whether you should ever do it. So I'm not, yeah. I guess I'm not surprised that you have a hard time finding other people to DM in, in any sort of in real life stuff. But at the same time, I'm glad you're doing it here. Cause I don't know. It feels like we're in good hands. And so um, yeah. I'd love, There's a, I don't want to say it's a personality type. It's just, you, there has to be a bit of willpower to, to push it, you know, to, to want to do it. At, some, at a certain point, everyone can encourage you, but at some point you're going to say, I'm going to do this. And I just think getting over that hump, once you get over that hump, then you realize it's not as bad as it seems, I think. is the It's just that first hump to make it, to birth a new DM into the world. It can be tough. But uh, yeah, I haven't, I haven't, with the exception of John, no one else has DM'd for me. So ble- uh, may Paylor bless John with bountiful harvests uh, <laughs> and golden sunshine. I just found it scary, but interesting. So I decided I should try it because it scared me. It's good. Do things as scary as good. Yeah. yeah. And did you have fun with it? Did you learn a lot? Uh, did, did it teach you about being a player as well? Uh, it did. Um, and I did learn a lot because as soon as the session was done, I was like, I need to redo my entire universe. <laughs> Boy, I really shouldn't have planned it as much as I did. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it was good. It was it was super fun. And getting to do that for all of you was uh, was a pleasure. Couldn't ask for better people to get to do that for. So. Yeah. Tear up here right in the holidays. All right, last one going to Varel. Has Varel considered going to the farming district to inquire about citrus plants, hoping a farmer might comment on their lemon tree, thus giving him an excuse to release some rage? Or will he keep it building up inside so he returns to the wastes with enough to explode the principal with his frustration alone? Oh. Oh. <laughs> I get all excited. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, that could be, in- I mean, there's so, it's a city of endless possibilities, right? And that's what's so daunting about it and why Varel, I think, grabbed onto the first thing that happened, which was M fighting. Because literally, I could have gone and done anything, like became a lemon tree farmer and tried to make money like that. And we jump ahead 10 years, and Varel's now an old man because lizards don't live a long time, but we're going to get them back, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Farm I mean, fresh lemonade. <laughs> Hand squeezed by Varel. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I mean, I I, I do like the idea that one day we can, like Varel's arc is a little bit like you guys remember the Clint Eastwood movie from the '90s? He won Best Picture for um, Unforgiven. Do you remember that movie? It's been a while, but I remember it. I love Unforgiven. It's a great movie, and uh, yeah. but basically, it's he's he's in that retirement mode. He's chopping wood and living in a thing out in the nowhere, and. You know, just kind of doing that thing after a long life of lawlessness or whatever. And then he gets roped back in. And to me, that's Varel's arc. Like he keeps doing the noble thing, finishing the noble work, finishing the noble fight, and then opening his place. And people are there and they're enjoying it and all that. And then he gets yanked right back in again. I mean, I guess I have a question for for Kyle is Varel has always seemed to enjoy accolades and recognition for his mighty deeds. And he's certainly receiving a lot of that at the moment. 
Um, is Varel starting to come around on this, or is the lack of using actual physical might still keeping him from enjoying his status as an M fighting champion? Oh, that's an interesting idea. I think the money could go to his head, honestly. Like, that's if we can break down the barrier. And my goal of next show is to like go to the merchants district and figuring out how contracts work. Because over time, it's been an exposure to society. Like, he opened an inn and learned the value of money. So he understands money now. He just doesn't want to sign any contracts. But if that happens, I mean, then he's showing up to events wearing a cape with like, sponsors on him i mean it just it just goes to his head and we never leave oh man it's great <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to see yeah i love the evolution of varel and his understanding of how the world works it's great oh yeah it's <laughs> a good time uh well these are great questions as always you guys kill it with these things and uh we love them and we need more of them if you want us to do these 30 minute shows every month we'll Damn it, we need the questions, but also we need your support. Thanks, everybody, who is supporting us. If you haven't, head on over to therewillbedungeons.com and click on our premium options. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. Physical stuff, digital stuff, this bonus show, and more over at therewillbedungeons.com. Kristen, thanks, as always, for curating that list. My pleasure. All right. <laughs> Sorry. It was a, it was, I was going to say it was a pregnant... Thank you, Kristen. Yeah, it was a pregnant pause, but it was fine. I didn't mind it. You're uh, The baby's here now. I don't know what I'm saying. All right, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back next week. No, next month with another bonus show, but next week with an actual show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you then. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.